Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duel. Hola, ladies and gentlemen. Last week of November, right, Steve? That's where we are now? Right? I believe yeah. so. Wait. No, no, no. We have like a few more days. It's yes. like last week and some change. Well, happy last week and some change in November, ladies and gentlemen. Turkey Day is upon us. It's getting cold outside. The leaves are falling, Steve. It's raining. It's beautiful, man. This is like, I think this might be my favorite time of year. That's strong. I think so, too, because it has Halloween in it. Yeah, Halloween kind of starts it off. But then, you know what's funny about this time of year? People still do it, too. It's always something that's going to be there. Usually, like, when you go to, like, work parties and shit, and people don't want to get too dressed up, it's, this is the time where everyone buys their denim and their black sweater. Oh, for sure, dude. This is denim black sweater time. For sure. So I'm talking, like, a black sweater from, like, I don't know. Is Express still around, Steve? I don't know. I've never heard of Express in my life. Yeah, it's a store in the mall. I don't know if it's still there, though. I, I You know, it's, unfortunately, I had to go to the mall recently. Uh, that place is insane, bro. That's ugly, bro. I know. I know. What are you going to do? It's it's just. I'm going to stay out of the mall. I know. From now on, it's Amazon.com, bro. I had to buy a, um, I had to buy a, a birthday present for Belle. Uh-huh. And you had to go to the mall? A jewelry store. Oh, okay. So, look at you. Oh, did I just, did we ruin something? No, I already, I gave her a, a, a diamond earrings and a diamond necklace. Oh, okay. That's cool. We're not itemizing, but sure. If you want to say exactly what you gave her, you want to just go ahead and say how much. <laughs> <laughs> you want to just see how much it costs too, Steve? You know what I said. You know what I mean? Hey, Steve, pause. Is there any way you might be able to take your gang down a little bit? Oh, for sure. Here's what I've realized, Dan. It's just, it's a miraculous thing. Uh, most likely, your girl's gonna like diamonds. Well, diamonds are a girl's best friend, Steve. That's what they've yeah. been saying for a long time. Here's what I'm gonna say. I know that when uh, I know for from the women I've talked to, um, when they get an engagement ring, a lot of it is like, "Look, this is representative of my man," and so uh, you know, they like to show off their engagement ring. Tell ooh, look at my engagement ring. And I know for me, I do the I do there's a lot of things I'll do. Like, um, it's not necessarily that I like it, but I just know that, you know, I'm representing. It's like a representation of how much a person loves you, what they thought, uh, you know, what they got you. Like I know there's certain things that, you know, if your wife got you something, you'd like to brandish it and show it off. Be like, look what my wife gave me for my birthday. Like a nice watch. Yes. Yes. Even if it's a Casio, if it's a dope Casio, you'll be like, you'll brandish it around and people gonna be like, oh, snap, when'd you get a new watch? You're like, oh, you know, shit, no thing. Casio make watches too? Very good watches. Like the rugged in the wilderness type watch. Like I had a, I gave it to my son. I had a, a, like a, a thing where it could tell you where you are and, you know, what the time is and this, like you'd go to China and automatically change to China, you know, time in China. They're not just digital? They're digital G-Shocks. <clears throat> They're good. I mean, if you want to pay a hundred and some change, yeah. Casio sounds kind of weak to me, dude. I, the I don't like the name of it. Keyboard. I don't like the way the name's looking at me. Here's the thing. You remember databank watches? No. Mm-mm. You don't remember databanks? No, brother. I've always been fucking around with like tags and shit. 
you know. Are Rolex. you kidding me? Really? No, I'm just kidding. I can't afford a tag. Dude, Are you kidding me? I got very close at the jewelry store to buying a really nice watch, but then I realized I can't talk to it and I won't see texts. I have a new Apple Watch, and I can't even wear that thing half the time at work. So it's not really worth it for me. And being that I'm only working, like, where am I going to be rocking a, That's a tag? That's true. I in the kitchen? You, you can't go into where you work with it. Didn't even think I did on accident the other day, and you filled the pool. Jesus, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you okay, Steve? Everything's all right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, did it erase stuff? No. You know, oh. it's fucked up. People, there's other people that I work with that take their watches in. You know, they're fucking with them fours, them series fours and, and such. You know what I mean? I can't be bothered with them series fours, Steve. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I had a Series 4, and I, I wore it all the time. And I did wear that one a couple times into the room. And I never had this happen, but I've seen someone else who wears her same watch, wears hers all the time, and it'll, like, reset. It'll Jesus. actually turn off and then reset. So that can't be good. It can't be. No, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's, it's your watch saying either you, something's messed up internally or whatever, but we need to reset. See, and then people get that thing, oh, I've got insurance. I've got the insurance Mm-mm. from the phone. Yeah, they're going to charge you 150 bucks for that shit because yeah. you didn't take your watch off or at least take it off. See, now I'm getting like, I'm picturing my room that I work in, but you can even go into the room and take the watch off and just leave it away from the scanner. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I would imagine. And my thing is, I wonder if it makes a difference if you uh, put the teardrop or the uh, water drop on, the water drop close, the protection. If you initiate that, does it lock off everything? Lock off what? Magnetic fields? Yeah, that's true. Come on, Steve. You're living in a goddamn dream world. They should do something about that. They do. They have you not take your watch. No, I'm it. saying like for MRI, oh, for what you do. Oh, you already know. For for technologists like yourself, what if somebody invented a protection thing for your watch specifically for y'all? I know people. The simple way is like for people just to take like a, a cheaper digital watch in. Those for some reason aren't affected. I remember one time I left my uh, Apple Watch at home. I turned mm-hmm. around from work, went back, got it. That's how attached to it I am. I'm becoming attached to my watch. Oh, by the way, Steve, I sent you a walkie-talkie invite. Did you see that? No, I did not. Why not, Steve? Are you not wearing your watch? I am watching, but I didn't get a. I didn't get a, uh, an invite to it. Did you do? Yeah. It do right? you have that little app? Fuck of it. We'll talk I about do. it real quick. Do you have that little app on the phone? Yeah, you better ask somebody. Yes. Uh, yeah, you need to accept my invite, and then we can be like uh, Kirk to Spock. I'll be <laughs> you be Spock. <laughs> oh, there we are. I like it though, man. It's pretty cool. Do you like the walkie-talkie? Why not? I talk to my kid. That's about it. But think about it. Instead of having to text or something, the only problem is, is that I think it doesn't give you like a hey, like a like a no, little whistle, it's just letting like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only thing is that we'd have to have that. Uh, I wouldn't have to worry about it with you, but you have to make sure if you give your your uh, your Apple yeah. Watch walkie-talkie app ID to somebody that you can trust them because it's like a not safe for work situation. Exactly. Like you could be in a meeting with like the lawyers at their hospital, and all of a sudden it's like that's what she said. Yeah, you're like okay, <laughs> back to this. Hey, buddy, you ready to suck today's dick? Let's do this. You know, something like something like that. I probably like, wouldn't I'll see be. myself out. I'll just go ahead. and you know, Where do I sign? <laughs> you do the sexual chocolate walk off stage. <laughs> I would moonwalk out. <laughs> just for flavor. That's I wonder what the walkie talkie is actually useful for. Because I, I used it with Belle once. My mom once. So that she'd be like, oh, this is cool. And we that's literally what it's it. for. Yes. We never did it again. Yeah. Because all. No it's use. just fun stuff. It's it's to justify the cost of the watch. 
Um, I think though, looking at your texts, for me, looking at your text, being able to voice text back, not having to look at your phone too much. Like I control my books from my watch. My you read iTunes. books on your watch? Yeah, well, I control it. Like I'll go to the app, figure out what books I want to listen to, push. I don't even pull out my phone, dude. And then it keeps me off of Twitter because I don't need to pick up my phone. See, I haven't quite gotten there yet. Oh, I do everything by my by my. You could. I would love to stay off all social media. I wish we could. I really wish there was a way that I could just completely kill my personal Facebook account and then just have the show. And that would be fine. Because those are the people I want to talk to anyway. They're the best. The, uh, you hear people? I'm talking to you. Love y'all. I love if you're listening, I'm talking to you. Stephen from Australia. I finally figured out how to say his last. I called because I always call him Brother Stephen. And I was like, I probably should. I never realized I didn't know how to say his. But we just have such good conversation. Everyone in our circle, we have great conversation. Bucks and and Steve and, you know what I'm saying? Farshid and, you know. Farshizi? Uh, <laughs> Templeman. The jogger. Let alone our private, you know. He just runs around in the fucking mountains and shit. That's pretty impressive. With ghost dogs. With ghost dogs and, and <laughs> two short shorts, apparently. <laughs> just just running into uh <laughs> running into signs, getting knocked out. <laughs> Heard all these stories. So I I've got a question for you, brother. What are what are your plans? Because I know everyone's freaking out about Thanksgiving. Everybody wants to do their Thanksgiving. Yes, let's do the obligatory turkey day talk because I think it's necessary, Steve. What are you I doing? Do. What are you Not a goddamn do? thing. I'm working. Okay. All right. All I'm working. Right. And I did it intentionally. Why? Because Turkey Day is something that, like, Thanksgiving. It's just a fucking holiday. And somehow we worked it to where we can get a couple days off. And it's the thing. And everyone makes a big to-do about it. But it's literally just a day. Right? So, so it's Christmas. So, you, yeah, I know. I, I didn't even get there yet. But what I'm saying is that you can do this on any day. Okay. We actually have decided to not do it twofold one i'm working second one is you know what there's a goddamn pandemic going on call me a crazy liberal steve but i'm just gonna listen <laughs> i'm just gonna listen i'm sorry i'm gonna fucking listen i'm gonna keep my ass home mm-hmm. keep in mind too that the covid season's like upon us and things are getting way worse in the hospital now as you'll attest yeah yeah i know i'm seeing it a lot more in our department i scanned two covid patients yesterday yes i had on my protective equipment and shit but technically you're exposed right yeah so I'm just trying to be safe. Is it that hard? I don't think it's that hard. I really don't. That's what she said. That now it's fucked up too. You don't drink, ladies and gentlemen, before you. And if you do, you're, you're it's going to go one way or the other. You have to try and find that sweet spot. I don't think that's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Is it? It's a thing. I never had that problem. You don't drink a lot. Uh, you're right. You are yeah. very. You know what? I haven't been dropped. The only times I've been drop dead drunk and puking, and the last thing on my mind was doing that. So. Yeah, they didn't come up with the term whiskey dick for nothing. You know what? You're right. Now, what do you think about that beer before liquor? Is that real? I don't mix, bro. (laughs) I think it's not true. (laughs) I don't have enough backup data to really go either way because I've done this before and I've always ended up on the negative side of things. (laughs) So don't mix. Gee, people, they always say beer before liquor. Never been sicker. I I just like, I don't think that's true. And and what do they say about, is it liquor before beer or what? You're in the clear. You're in the clear. Okay. I don't believe mixing makes a difference at all. But I don't I don't drink that much, so I am in the wrong arena. But everyone's like, dude, you don't want to. 
what are we doing listening to some alcoholic quote anyway? They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. No, exactly. And you know what? I'm, I'd rather talk to the professional, well, who used to be a professional, you, Mr. Hops. You used to just really be into beer. Now it's just, I'm listening to a brand new person. No, I've had some drinks over the course of November. I have, but I haven't, uh, it's been nowhere near the consumption. But, Steve, I haven't been doing a lot of DDPY lately. What? There's a lot of wrist and shoulder stuff you got to do. And I'm uh-huh. having some issues in the right wrist right now. You know, and I work at a job where I'm constantly doing computer work. So I don't know if it's like a combination, like a carpal tunnel slash over hyperextension kind of thing. You know, something's going on. So I said, I have to tell myself to chill because if I don't, wow. it's going to knock me out long term. So what are you doing instead of the ex- what kind of I haven't lately? I haven't been doing anything because I've been working. I've been working a lot. Again, COVID, nasty, bad stuff. So I've been working a lot. I had yesterday off and I honestly didn't uh-huh. do a goddamn thing because I had been working so much over the past week. Like, and now, you know, people go to work and they do six, seven days. It's not a problem, but it was um, mentally kind of stressful and I just needed to chill. And some people I know that they like to go and like, I'm just going to go run and clear my head. I'm like, nah, I'm going to sit and watch TV. <laughs> I, got a sh- I got a show to do tomorrow. I got to watch some TV. This is a brand new, like, so things have changed over there at the Ramirez residence. So dramatic. No, I just took a fucking week off of working out. That's the bottom line. I understand, but that's a big change considering how, how you were going. Steve, it's been a month. Let's just say that. <laughs> no, I, just, just for clarity, though, I always did say, you know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to have a drink on my birthday. I think, like, for you, it was really doing a... I just was happy for you because you seemed happy with, I am. It, with it all, you know, ever since you got in. Yeah, and I'm still that way. I really am. It's just that, you know, I'm, I'm working with some injuries. And if I go too hard, it's just going to make it worse. So is, this is where you have to, like, other- kind of work into, like, modifications and stuff like that. But I'm still doing, like, the actual workouts. When I, I, like I said, I took last week off. But I'm, I'm doing the actual workouts. And I'm doing them where they're strenuous and I'm still soaked and everything like that. I'm just having to work a couple of modifications. It's not a problem, though, man. Just had a little injury. I just well, want to rest I, it. Not to get gross, but there are other ways to exercise, which is really good for all around. So you could also do that. What are you talking? Gross. If you're talking about sex and you say gross, I'm worrying about you. Is that what you were talking about? I'm saying I just don't want to get weird with the. You listener, were talking about sex, but I'm being totally tr- like honest about it. That's a great workout. How about we're all adults, Steve? Speak your mind. Hey, I don't know if some kids are. You do know? Oh, Jeffrey. If the Jeffrey listens, Jeffrey's an adult. Oh, you're right. <laughs> You got to stop this shit. Gee, I am. It, it makes me feel old. I remember when he was a kid. It's 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 weird. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's freaking yeah, weird. I don't know. I guess I have no shame. No, because you've known him since he was an adult. So it does. It's not a big deal to you. Yeah. And like you don't talk. I know you don't talk like sex with your son. Well, I mean, yeah, but not like probably how you're thinking. But we don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't walk around talking about like so. Are you doing the dirty word yet? You know, no, we talk. We exactly. talk openly. There's, there's, there's no secrets in this house. You don't be like, did you get some? No. That's just tacky. Oh, okay, see, that's what that's I'm just saying. Ta- no, but if is he was it? to like say, hey, dad, you know, I mean, I don't have to worry. I know that's already happening is what I'm saying. But I don't, I don't, I don't need to know anything. If he came up and he wanted to know something, which he has done before, yeah. Yeah. So if he says, dad, what is your favorite position? You'd be like, okay, let's have this talk. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't ask that question though bro because think about it i'm saying hypothetically in a way where he's like i just want to know from my dad okay let me let me let me put this on you for a second <laughs> yeah. let's say you're asking that question your kid uh-huh. you're asking that uh-huh. question to your dad yes who is sleeping with your mom right 
So uh-huh. it's basically you're you're asking, hey, dad, so how do you plug mom? Do you know what I'm saying? I get it, but I don't know if I'd put. I, that's no, but you, it doesn't I'm matter. You can sugarcoat it all you want. But that's oh, what I you're asking. And that's why I said it that way. But for you, it's not that. Quite, so you're saying I'm looking at it from my son's point of view. And on his behalf, I'm saying that I'm, I'm saying we can have a normal conversation about sex with boundaries where we're not getting tacky. That's what I'm saying. I've never, I've only had the whole wrap it up, handle your business talk. Yeah. I mean, we don't, we do, it's not something that we have to talk about a lot. I'm just saying I'm totally comfortable talking this way. I don't know if I am. Well, you better get over it, Except buddy. Because the whole wrap it up, wrap it up. I'll take it. Remember that song? No, Terrible song, Steve. <laughs> Apparently disco sucks too. I don't know about that. I think that's some young. <laughs> <laughs> Was that our first episodic uh, critique? Uh, probably. He's like, ah, disco. Well, here's what I'll say. I that's one of those. That's one of those uh, genres that I could understand why people hate it. Because like, I don't like Boogie Wonderland. Of all the songs that I love about Earth, Wind, and Fire, that's the one that I'm just like, this is not a good song. And it, yeah. If you look at it from a uh, you know the perspective of you don't, you're not a disco fan. You didn't grow up in the era. And it's just like one big chunk of music. I could see how the the talent could get lost. Because if you look yes. at like television shows, now I know like, oh, I'm not going to get specific who we're talking about here. But, you know, they have different shows than we have, Steve. So we had a lot of shows in the 70s where like, you know, Jack Tripper would be going out to the, the Regal Beagle. That's the television disco. I think when people hear that bass line, that's always coming from television disco. Okay, but would you say... When you really think about it, wouldn't you say that disco is one of those that can go from really good to horrific? Oh, yeah. I mean, anything for that matter. But there is terrible disco out there. There's, t- I think most disco probably is yeah. bad, what, which is all music. But I think it was such a popular form that it's like the bad stood up so stood out, stood out so great. Like I'll take it one further. I know that. No, I'm sorry. I want you to finish your thought. Oh no! I was I, I'm th- I'm saying other than the Bee Gees and stuff like that, we had some bad mm-hmm. disco. So I get why he and I, I'm shocked that considering who you are and who he is, that you're not more aligned with him. No, I grew up listening to that kind of shit though. I grew up on Motown and disco and and, and R and B and like on the subject of what you were just talking about right now. Let's take Bee Gees. Let's take Earth, Wind, and Fire. These were bands that were already established when disco hit. So they just basically took what they knew and turned it into disco. And it was influenced that way. Would you not agree? Am I wrong? Absolutely. So I th- and I and now let's think about the bands that we like that have disco hits. I only know one. Bee Gees? I don't I don't really I like some of their songs. I don't know if I like considering how many albums they have and I only know like 6 songs. Yeah. I don't know. I well, like you don't have them. to be a like a super fan, but if you are you using them as their reference for disco of good disco, uh, I, I'd use them like Donna. Donna Summer, Summer is yeah. another one now. But th- see now she, I don't think she falls into that category. Wasn't she just kind of like a disco? Like she came into the like that's where she was spawned, right? In the disco yeah, like world, her and, and Abba, yeah. Who sings "I Will Survive"? Gloria, Gloria Gaynor sings "I Will Survive." That's right. So yeah, that's another one. I don't one. know if there's any other song. Did did they sing? Who sing? Who sung? It's raining men. The weather girls. Did they have any other songs? 
And is that disco? I think that is uh, the ass end of disco. Let's see. Because it doesn't strike me as that disco jive. It's Halen Broads. That's another one. What else we got? Shut up. Are you joking, hey man, man? I'm just reading what they have. Yeah, I'm joking. Okay, I was about to be like, <laughs> if there's a song called It's Halen Broads, I'm in. It's Halen Broads. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, they have albums, dude. Mm-hmm. Really? But it's funny because it says top songs. Every single one of them is It's Raining Men. Dear I, Santa. Yeah, I've never heard of any other. Dear Santa. Let's see, I'd never heard. Of it. I'm actually kind of curious, but we have to stay on task today, Steve. If we start going down the music road, you know what's going to happen, right? We're going to stay on topic, but just Give because it's kind of Christmas time, it's going to be Christmas time. Okay, this is the Weather Girls. Know. Never heard it. Something's playing. I think it's. I think it's supposed to be yeah. wind. Oh. <laughs> It's snowing, guys. <laughs> I like the intro. I might listen to the song, Jay. Dude, start falling from the sky. Oh, that bass, though. <laughs> this is the Weather Girls. End up listening to the song. <laughs> Steve, do it on your own time. Listen, we got a show to do. Uh, but you know what's funny? Listening to that, or just that, and this is the unknown, ridiculous side yeah. song, mm-hmm. right? The musicianship in that intro, like dwarfs hits from today. <laughs> like just the musicianship in the intro dwarfs what people are doing right now. You're never gonna have that many musicians in a room. For songs today. No, I think you're right. Should we at least hear the chorus? Yes. Yeah, let's hear the chorus. Why not? Because the chorus might lose me. Uh oh. What, what just, just happened? happened? I'm glad we came back we to did this. the Beastie Boys science thing. There it is. <laughs> I'm out. I am out. It's snowing, man. Snowing, man. Oh, they're singing though. <laughs> I think she recorded this in a car. Come on, Santa. Okay, I see why they had a fan base though. They definitely have a sound. It. They got a thing, dude. It's a thing. It's like they came, they someone went to church, saw the singers, and was like, Would you guys like to make an album? <laughs> like, sure. After I'm done with my shout music let's just go record but be careful it's raining men outside <laughs> it's hailing women <laughs> i couldn't think of any more like a weather things about that was really weather good, and then off the top of the yeah dome? i don't know Come thanks on. man you're, you're always so encouraging steve all right ladies and gentlemen i know we've been talking about some awesome things and if you wanted to get in on the conversation there's a way you can do it and my boy dana finn the manathan is going to tell you how hey what's happening welcome to Turkey Week, ladies and gentlemen. Perhaps you like to eat turkey. Perhaps you don't. Perhaps you're not a fan of the tryptophan that makes you fall asleep in front of the television when you're watching football. Maybe you don't want to hear your fucking uncle talking all kinds of crazy political shit. Maybe you just want to stay home. And if you do, 
I agree. I think you should. And when you're doing that, you should be listening to the Heroes of Noise. Maybe you're going to want to talk to us and you have some comments for the things we're saying. This is how you're going to do it. Are you ready? Here we go. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Go to Twitter. We're there. We're always saying funny, zany shit. I don't know. Maybe it's not zany. Maybe it's not funny, but we're saying shit. And you can go there. Hit the show up at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public, and Steve over there at SE underscore Hudson Music, ladies and gentlemen. Go to the website, too, www.heroesofnoise.com. Have yourself a fucking ball while you're there. Seriously, pick up a snow cone, buy your mama a beer or something like that. Do whatever you want. It's for you, all right? Then use that email address and say, hey, this is what we did there. That's how you keep in contact with us. That's how it works. All right, I'm, I'm done babbling. We have a show to do. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to turn it back to the one, the only golden tone, Steve Eugene Hudson. What a marvelous day. Nice day, Steve. I love today. You know, you know, it's, it, it, last night I was, this brings no more tangents, but I realized that we were easily satisfied as children. Because I rewatched Billy Crystal's You Look Marvelous. You look marvelous. And we laughed at that. That was all. Someone saying you look marvelous cracked us up. Now someone has to like do that while standing on one hand and juggling for me to even be like, okay, I'll watch episode two. Well, I would dare to say that it's not as easy to be funny anymore. Interesting. You know what I mean? What? 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 what, what please, move, I want to hear this. I'm just saying. I don't have a whole lot to say, Steve. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're always like, please, dude. Like, here's your TED talk. <laughs> I just have fucking opinions and hot takes and shit, Steve. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think it's harder to be funny because, like, you know, everything is so. Uh, you got to be careful, Steve. <laughs> you just have to be careful. <laughs> Cancel culture, it'll get you. And sometimes, I'll be honest with you, I like a good, dirty, off-color joke. I'm going to be real with you. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of crude slash, you know, they're not really trying to be offensive, but it may offend some. I like that shit. And I just yeah. don't think that people get a chance to do that anymore because everyone goes for the throat. I think if you are able to make, like, if you're Chappelle, you're untouchable. Seems to be, but I don't think Chappelle, Chappelle does some things sometimes that are like, oh, he shouldn't have said that, but I mean, he's, he's kind of right, but I don't really think he's doing stuff like, um, that's, that's so offensive that it's going to have people walking out. It's not delirious. You're never going to, that thing is the last of that thing. Yeah, it's gone. It is absolutely, you know what? It's funny. I was, I was watching, um, I was watching, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the podcast because I don't want to give them any hype. But anyway, they were talking about how comedians have a like a uh, a pecking order where if you're in a room with a certain comedian, you it kind of is known around that table who gets to speak the most. And then you have to sit back. So someone said, well, what about if it's Bill Burr and Chappelle? And he's like, well, even Bill will say it's Chappelle. And they're like, really? Like, yeah. They're like, what if it's Chris Rock, Chappelle, Bill Burr? They said, Chappelle still holds court. Hmm. And they're like, that's insane. They're like, okay, well, Eddie Murphy, they said, we were all in a room with Eddie. And he's like, okay, well, then Chappelle probably still held court. He's like, nope, that's where it all changes. When you're in a room with Eddie Murphy, he's the person that everyone is like, no, no, no. What is he going to say? And I was like, all these years later, dude. All these years later, Eddie is still the, the the king. Like, they won't talk. They're like, he's the person that holds court. 
Eddie Murphy. How crazy. How he didn't even put that many specials out. But he holds court. I think it's uh he's legend among comedians. You know what I mean? Isn't that weird though how most comedians have put out way more DVDs and 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 stand-up comedy specials than he has. But they're like, he's still him. Yeah, he's a godfather, man. I mean, look at it this way. And then you may not agree with this, but there are a lot of comedians that do where before he died, like Rickles. Rickles could do no wrong, no matter what the fuck Rickles said. And he said a lot of racist shit, too. But the comedians just held him on this on this pedestal. They put him on a pedestal because he was just so fucking he's Don Rickles. You know what I mean? Like he's he's done it all. Buddy Hackett. Another Absolutely. And. I like, uh, okay, and then we're going to get back to the, because it's film news. But um, I was watching a documentary on like the rat, the rat Pack, and I don't think we give enough credit, not credit, I don't think we understand how much that group ran Vegas. Like, they ran. Well, they Vegas. were like. Anywhere yeah, they went. they were cool with the mobsters. It's nuts, dude. And and like there was a point where they weren't gonna let Sammy through the front door and you know the chairman of the board would be like, oh, guess what you're gonna do? What? Let him through the front door. And it was almost an unheard of if I cross Sinatra, I'm not just crossing Sinatra. I'm crossing those behind Sinatra. The only one that's making this black guy feel bad about himself is me, baby. It's me. <laughs> Me and Dean over here, we get to say all the stuff bad about him, but no one else. They did horrible stuff, horrible stuff. But I think we're missing out on those days where it's like this one crew just ran a place. We don't have people that will bond together and be like, we are four superstars, five superstars that can just live in the lap of luxury in this small desert town and make tons of money for like the course of a few years. No touring. We just do this. Now, if you do that, they're like, oh, you're stuck in Vegas, huh? You're doing the Vegas review. Yeah, you got the you got oh. that residency thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, they don't give a fuck. They're like, yeah, and the money's coming in like crazy. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And it, But when you when you hear it. No, I, I agree with like you. Like with Celine Dion. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you've gone to the graveyard, to the island of the misfit toys or something like that. But no, I mean, think about it. Elton, dude. Elton was running shit. Him and Celine were running shit for you're years. You're so right. You're so. But it just doesn't seem. Well, right. now it's because it's like Britney. She's got a show, or at least she did. Oh, Lady Gaga right. had one. Aerosmith had one. Who else? Uh, recently, anyway. Uh, Hugh Jackman had one. We had a residency. A yeah. Are you yeah. serious? I think it was just like him singing show tunes and stuff. Oh, that would have been and nice. Like, nah, you know. You know who I'm gonna call it. Guess who's gonna do a res- residency in Vegas? I'm calling it. Um Bruno Mars. He created a show. I'll give you that. He created a show? He created a show. A few. And he's like, all right. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> you talking about uh, Childish Gambino? <laughs> nope, Seth MacFarlane. Oh yeah, I could see that. T minus. I would go dude. see Seth MacFarlane perform. He, oh, let me tell you something. The people he has doing his music, these are people like that did like yeah. Harry Connick, and it's talented. He's got a great voice. It's not my cup of tea, exactly, but I would still go check it out. I just don't know what he doesn't have. There's something missing there. Yeah, it's called the 19 fucking 50s, dude. Well, but Harry Connick can still go places and just sell out crap. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely an audience for it. You got the Buble fans out there. 
Oh, dude, don't get me freaking. Don't. I'm get not. Me don't. I want to get myself started on this shit. But don't get me started. Yeah, really but that's it's there. There's a certain there's a certain fan base that wants to hear that music from that genre, that uh, easy listening. I don't want to call it swing music because it's not, but just that easy listening kind of accompaniment by big, big band. band. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I would watch it. I'd watch it. it I would watch. I'd watch Seth. I'm with you. Yeah, I would definitely check Seth out. Because his music, like on his show, they have legit bands doing the music. Like he pays for real actual bands to do those massive production numbers. I think that's what makes it. I don't, I think that's some of what makes it great. How much seriousness he puts into the show. I don't think this is a bad thing. I've already said that, Steve, but who would you like to see? On the strip doing a residency. What would be your dream residency spot? Let's not get Steve, crazy. Let's not Stevie. bring people back from the dead. Stevie. Stevie. So you think St- that's a good spot for him? Oh, dude. If he did a Songs in the Key of Life residency, dude. Yeah, I think that would probably work out. I think I would definitely make the trek to go see Stevie. But that's a lot. I don't know if anyone, because it's just too much for every day. That's a long album daily. So it would just, but in, in so in a reality world, I would act, I would see like someone like Paul McCartney if he did a residency. Oh, and he could because Caesar's Palace has a humongous area. MGM, so Paul McCartney could, could totally do a um, residency in Vegas. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's even though he recently came out with a statement saying, I think I might have played my last concert due to the COVID situation. He's like, my, I probably played my last concert. Mm, that's sad. How sad is that, dude? And you you didn't see him or you seen him? I was in the building listening, working a show. And that again, counts. I. He what? waved at you. He, he waved. waved. You. He, he said hello to our group. He didn't wave at Dan. Hello. <laughs> he said, hello, everyone. Especially you, really? Dan. I'm like, me? Yeah, I love the way you're serving the nacho cheese. Okay. Well, I know you've already said the story, but was there like people around or was he just walking? It was just, we, the, the place hadn't opened up yet. They were doing sound check. So what the sound check basically was like you spend for the VIP and he'll play, he'll play like four songs. Mm-hmm. So he played four songs. And then after he was done, for whatever reason, they walked him through the, what would you call that? The breezeway, I guess, you know, where everyone yeah. walks, where you sell the t-shirts and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was just walking by. I don't know why he was walking by, but it was a big to do. Like there's a bunch of people. There's a big scene. And he just said, hello. And he waved at us. Nice. Dude, that's crazy. Dude, not, yeah, that he could have walked. He could have walked right by these peons, but he's a nice guy. That's what I really respected about that. It wasn't like I was like, oh my god, oh McCartney said hello when I was in a group and blah. No, it's just like wow, that guy could have completely walked by us, not no. even registering that we're there because he's fucking Paul McCartney. He's the biggest. He's one of the biggest artists in the world. He could have just said, eh, whatever. You guys just sell sodas, <laughs> you know. But he's he stopped and not stopped. He he acknowledged us, and I think that that goes a long way. I don't think that there's a lot of younger artists that would do that. No. And I think it's special because considering, mind you, it's, I may be biased, but I consider him, I consider him the, um, uh, one of the top three best songwriters that has walked the world, the, the face of the earth. No question. It's not even arguable. I think he is one of the best songwriters that have walked the face of this planet. And the fact that he's just like, Hey, and I think, I think what separates him is he understands how lucky this all was just the lineup of fate. He doesn't think he's like, I deserve. Oh, it's because I'm just amazed. He's like, it's just a, what are you going to do? <laughs> it just happened. 
you know? And I think that helps him feel so like, hey, everybody, because he understands how lucky he is. I think all of them did. I think Ringo did too. He understands like, this is crazy. I think Ringo should be the uh, spokesperson for just happy to be here. That's it. And he looks fantastic. Ringo looks amazing. He had the last laugh, didn't he? He kind of, well, I mean, look at you I, now. <laughs> he looks amazing. And he, they're, they're, uh, you know, those two are still friends. And um, I think I remember um, the, the reason I think the Vegas thing probably it would be great for people like you and I. But I do think it would water down the specialness of a Paul McCartney concert. That's the only thing that would worry me right now. It's special. You just have to be there. When mm. Vegas happens, you could be like, oh, I can just be there sometime this week and I can just see him. I don't think it would water it down. I think that no. the majority of people that are going to these shows, right, they're not paying. Maybe they are, but I don't think that m- the majority of them are paying to see him every single night. So it's like a treat. So people that's come true. from out of state to see him play. They don't have to worry about the tour. You know, if they make true. an experience out of it. It probably ends up being a, like the, the, the highlight of their weekend. Of their, I mean, I would hope is the highlight of freaking. I mean, because for me, him and Stevie are the only two that gave me uh, goosebumps when they walked on stage. You need to listen to more music, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I get it, but there's a lot of other stuff out there that'll do that to you. That's not true. I believe so. You just uh, haven't found it. Yet. It's not just goosebumps from them. Uh-huh. It's goosebumps because of what they've done. And like who they I are. The presence. Of someone who wrote something he alive. I am now in the presence of someone who wrote magical. When you hear the sound check and he goes, Lady Madonna, when he starts singing Lady Madonna, you're like, oh, he's not just singing just a song. He's singing and be like, oh no, I sat at the piano and wrote this thing. That's what gives you chills. Otherwise, it's like, well, who else has the 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 Bugats? Yeah. <laughs> the over. <laughs> That they have. I like the they don't better. have the the sheer catalog. So that's the thing. It's like, if I go see someone else, their voice may be like, ooh, they have a voice. But do they have that catalog where this person's brain facilitated your life? All right. Fair enough. By the way, I think you make words up. What do you mean? All of your words that you use that, have, that are in another language, <laughs> they all sound the same. Do they have the... In the genre. I don't know. You said, I'm just calling you out. I think you're full of shit. I don't think you're saying it right. <laughs> there you go. Now I said it. It took four years. <laughs> they don't have the. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know where you're coming from, Hudson. I don't know about you sometimes, man. One day we're going to have to go to a concert together, man. The concert? Yeah, we should go to the concert. And hang we're out in the pavilion. But we have, we have to meet in the middle. We have to meet. Well, you know what? Metallica would work because that's a meeting in the middle. You're not too pumped on them. And I'm just like, I would know enough of their songs. That would be a great meeting in the middle. Okay, fair enough. I just want to go hang out. How about that? How about we open the world back up? Fucking lock down for a little bit. Open the world. I'm sorry, but God damn it. Fuckers, just stay home so we can please go out again. I would love to go out. I, I miss concerts ever... so much, dude. God damn it. I, I miss concerts. I'd go. I don't think I'd go. Oh, I think I will. You Give me the listen. shot. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Give me a shot. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like uh, Travolta and fucking uh, Pulp Fiction. Give us a shot. I want the shot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you think Travolta got that part because of uh, Scientology? I never thought about it before. No, I don't think so. I think that, uh, I think Quentin has sort of proven that he likes to get actors that sort of lost their, their pizzazz, if you will, and bring them back to life. 
That was my theory. Yeah, I don't think that there's any. I mean, maybe, but I doubt it. He looked great after that, like going into Broken Arrow. He looked fantastic in Broken Arrow. Remember that movie? Um, it was an angel. That was a good movie. It was, Michael. and I can't remember the name. Michael, yes. That and then was there was another movie. one. He was going through a little, he had a thing for a while. Phenomenon was good. Phenomenon. I was just going to say that one. I liked that one. I saw that in the movie theater. Face Off. And now we're starting to, no. And Stop people will it. disagree with me. A lot of yes. people will. But I'm of that camp of like, I get it. I understand Nicolas Cage. Oh, look, he's in another crazy movie. Look, he's in jujitsu now. I don't give a, come on. Stop it. Oh, yes. Stop that. it. But hold on. But I will say that Cage is the shit when it comes. To, I was just talking about this recently, that he is the shit when it comes to movies like, you know, um, Raising Arizona, these quirky ass movies, which is an I've older one. I've never seen that movie. Dude, that is the movie. Watch Raising Arizona. That is the fucking Nicolas Cage movie right there. But and again, someone's going to go, nah, it was The Rock. Nah, whatever. And, you know, I like those ones. He was they were good for their time. But like now. He's, <laughs> I think he's better off doing movies like Color Out of Space and Mom and Dad and stuff like that. I think that's where he lands. Mom and, and it, Dad, I totally get. That was such a good movie. That was a great, the color, you and Bucks, I Loved think, it. are the two that love that movie. We're not the two. You're just the one that didn't. That's, I think most people, they, it, it, here's, a, you know who likes that movie? Yeah, not you. The, never mind, I'm not going to say that. That's mean. No, never please mind. do. Please, Steve. No, that's it's not like it's going to be recorded out on the internet and left there forever. Come on. <laughs> it all, it coincides with a new rule I have. <laughs> please, please <laughs> enlighten us. <laughs> if you are listening to a film review podcast uh-huh. and they describe the mise-en-scene of a movie, stop listening to it. Just because it's pretentious bullshit? Bingo. Yeah. You can't say that word. You I was about to I was about to call you out. Genre and over. No, that's okay. Too, too You're still not different. saying it right, but I get it. <laughs> it is. What, what are you trying to say again? Say the second Overe. one. What is that? Hold on. Just say it normally. I would text it to you. Just say it normally. I don't think there's a way to say it. Say normally. it in a uh 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 I don't know, Americanized way. Here, I'll, I there's I'm if it's aura, it. I'm going to reach through the fucking microphone and slap you. Okay, Dan, I just sent it to you. How do you say this word? Okay. Okay? You're ridiculous. <laughs> Hold there. on. Let's see. So what is this? Is this uh, French? Yes. Okay. Let's go to iOS and figure <laughs> this out. And if, hey, if they say it like you say it, all good. If not, I'm going to play it over and over and over again. Oh, you <laughs> maybe you're right. I don't know. French. English to French. Yeah. That wait, no, no. French to English, right? Yeah. No, no, no. How would you do that? French to French? Oh, that's a good question. Because uh, it's a French word. You yeah. would say it in French. Yeah. I'm gonna let's say French to French and see what happens. Artwork. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Okay, so now I'll go French to French. Ever. See? Ever. Over. No, there's no in there. Yes, in there. it is. There is Over. no in there, dude. Yes, it is. Hold on, one more time. Over. See, that's a throat at the end. I don't I think so. Right. I don't think so, man. <laughs> Hold on, last time. Here we go. Avre. Avre. Everyone, all together now at the same time. Ready? Just for the fuck of it. Wherever you're in your car. One, two, three. Avre. <laughs> See? 
So that's a word for a person's catalog of art. I think you're going big on it is the only thing. And here's the thing. You know what it's like? It's like when local red, it's like when our local uh, anchor woman goes, welcome to ABC news. I'm Graciela Moreno. You, Hey, you're supposed to, Hey, Hey, Hey. So I should be referring to myself as Daniel Ramirez every time I talk. Yes. Nah, son. Like I don't say Latino anymore. Good. Well, good. You should never say. I thought you said Latinx. No, I say Latino. 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 I will not say because it's almost like you're not even. I've been told that even the try means something. Like if you just aren't going to try, that's like, okay, dude. Well, I don't over uh, Americanize it when I do it either. I don't go Latino, you know. I get it, kind of. I get it. Like the over. (laughs) Stop it with the. There's one, two, three. You have three syllables, there's two. (laughs) That's what it is. You're using a third syllable. Gee, that's okay. It's better than mise en scène. I just think that people should not speak French if they're not fluent. That's not true. Don't give me the whole uh, menage a trois. Okay, no, well, that's different. Over. Over. Would you rather have an over or a menage a trois? Ooh, I'd rather have an over because that will get you a menage a trois. That's true. <laughs> get you a quasi trois. <laughs> <laughs> now I forgot what the first French was. Oh, genre. Genre. Now I know that shit ain't right. <laughs> I know. I, I'm pretty sure it's genre. I'm going to go English to French. Yeah. <laughs> or is it a French to English? It's a, a, a French. Oh, you know what? I think it's a French to English. All right. Let's see. I know it's genre in English. But who? What? That sounds so boring. It says sort. Sort in English, so it's a French word. Oh crap! Really? I believe it's oh, a French it's origin. A sort of something. I don't know. People don't give a fuck about this. They're listening yeah, to us right do. now, going, "Will you please Over? just start the show? <laughs> please." Just People are going to be saying it about the movie now. you watch. Over. You can do it. I, you know, look it up. Use your new iOS fourteen. You can do it. Am I the only person you know this is over? The way that you say it, yes. Okay, That's but fine. I'm not saying. Well, no, I did already say that. Yeah, I still think you're wrong. Um, I would say, I would, you know what? Someone may say, I still think over is less pretentious than mise-en-scene. That, because that's literally just for film. And when people say that, just turn off the film thing because they're, they're probably the worst. I've had to just, I have to disregard a, a few different film podcasts where I'm just like, I'm not doing that anymore. You know which word I hate? What's that? Culture. You know, like it's used in, in uh, design and fashion and stuff. Oh, couture. Yeah, whatever. I've never heard someone use that in a sense. I've heard people. I actually never. You know what? I've heard a few people say it, but I've seen a lot of people like write it oh, in text, yeah. and I don't like it. I think it's pretentious. Most people don't write how they talk. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. Most you say I don't. don't. You you do not. Like, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole in text. That's why I've been so quiet lately. Everything I say sounds like a just I'm being a total dick. It's it's a very interesting thing how the way you speak, you don't even say the same sentences. Like I can understand, I'm like, oh, I can hear this in Dan's voice. I can't even hear it in your voice. I'm like, you just text different than you talk. I admit it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, buddy. I'm shocked that it hasn't caused you like other things, like with other people where they're just like, what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I got nothing for you, man. I don't know why I, I do that. I always try to sound nice. It just doesn't always come off that way. Well, I, There was it, something it, that happened, and I'm not going to get into it. You know what I'm talking about. 
Um, we've never talked about it on the show, and I don't intend to now. But something happened a couple months back where there was a uh, political argument on Facebook, and it fucking went crazy. And um, I'm trying to be civil with someone privately, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm like I'm writing this shit down with you in my mind, telling me that I sound <laughs> rude when I text, right? Yeah. So I'm really trying to like make it sound. Uh, yes. What's the word I'm looking for? Diplomatic, I guess. You're trying to pull it. Back I wanted to be peacekeeping, yeah. that kind of thing. And it was just not read that way. And in that instance, I don't think that I was. I just think it was the it was the the uh, the party involved. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I just don't. It's fucked me up a little bit. I don't think I really want to be uh, opinionated. But the weird thing is, in the group, you are totally Dan. It's when you text, something happens between there. But let's be real. Has it happened lately? No. Yeah. So but I think you I don't know why. text a lot either. I think I know why though. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Keep, we don't uh, stay in touch anymore, Steve. That's not true. I try to stay in touch. You're just busy a lot. That's true. That's true. It's you all are, my fault. You've already admitted. You're like, I don't text till like two days later. <laughs> okay. Two days is a bit much, but I And I forget what I, like, I'll be sitting there and be like, you know what? I totally agree with that. I'm like, what is he talking about? And I'll have to look back and be like, oh, you mean <laughs> that thing about the French revolution? We're always texting about the French revolution. This guy in his texting responses. I'm All right. Like, I'm what? sorry, man. I'll work on what? it for 2021. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to be a better texter. I'm going to be a better friend. Or you could, here's what you could do. Put ellipses. Why? Because then that's like, hey, I'll come back to this. Oh, sort of like, okay. All right. All right. Leaving it open. Yeah. yeah gotcha. You'd be like, when I text you, be like ellipses. Just say that into your, uh, your watch and then it'll just be like okay he left this on ellipsis saying hey i'm gonna come back to this eventually i have seen it but i want to text wait wait hold up hold up are you talking about ellipsis i know what ellipsis is but you're talking about like when you're texting and you see it like when someone's texting you are you talking about that no 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 i'm saying just write ellipses as a text and then i'll know oh he's gonna come back to this another word or i could just say i'll i'll get back to you on this um, I go back. I'll get back to you on this. Is a kind because you could have answered in the space and time that you said that. You could have been like this or that. All right, but if this you- is a custom job. Then you want ellipsis? You got ellipsis, sir. There we go. I'm happy to help you out. I appreciate. What would What would you like if I don't text? Because I normally text like within an hour or so. So I guess I wouldn't need that. Um, less gifts. Gifs. That's that's that is uh, debatable, sir. No I, a matter of fact, I know. I've seen the guy come out, the guy that actually created and go, it's actually Jip. It sounds better to say gift to me. I'm going to. I don't give a fuck. How does it say gift is too close Doesn't to matter. Gift. We're, we're going to do Borat, Borat again. I don't care, Steve. That's oh, what I'm saying. Dude, this guy with I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. With mixed emotions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Shitty reached song. into the bag of that. Terrible song, by the way. <laughs> that was the first song from them I ever heard when I was a kid. Terrible. I did not know they had anything else in their over. No. Oh. You got to stop, man. I will, I, I will do ellipses for you if you stop saying. You don't even have to say Stop. Just stop saying it to me, please. It makes me kind of gag a little bit, and I don't know why. Yeah. I, I get like the, like I'm going to throw up a little bit when you do that. My mouth gets watery and shit when you say it. Oh, this has had a few legendary moments that you need to clip out. I don't, I don't like it. It makes me feel weird when you do that. You didn't like I'm not the only one. With mixed in my no, that was a fine song. That's the Stones, though, dude. You know, like that's okay for the Stone. It's okay. Overrated group. Uh, no, I actually like the Rolling Stones. 
Really? I've seen I've the Rolling Stones in concert. I'm not going to talk about it because I have. I, just listen to the show. I've talked about it before. Great fucking band to see live, even now. And I love their old hits. I'm just, it was okay. It was okay. Can you, it was fine. Can you name seven Rolling Stone hits? Uh, I, I suppose. Do you really want me to do this right now or can we stay Please. on task? We can stay, let's stay on task because I don't think that there is. I think they are. From, Satisfaction. Uh-huh. Jumping Jack Flash. Simply for the hit? Devil. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, there's some songs that I know the words to, and I don't even know the fucking name, like the the uh, name of the song. Is Jumping Jack Flash a hit? I would say so. And the movie was, I think. No, I think you have it the other way around, sir. <laughs> Come on, Whoopi, fuck off. Get out of here. That's the first time I heard that song. I didn't even know it was a Rolling Stone song. Whoopi, fuck Whoopi Goldberg. She's terrible. Hold on, let me see. Ouch. <laughs> I know. Huh? That's a bit. That's a bit much. I'm speaking now. I'm the one doing hyperbole. I'm not even mad at Whoopi. I don't guy, even know why I did that. Ghost was amazing. Do you want the rest of the songs or not? Go ahead. Okay. So what I say? I said, uh, "Sympathy for the Devil," "Jumpin' Jack Flash," "Satisfaction," um, "Paint It Black." Wait, did Satis- did they write that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, "Give Me Shelter," another big one. Four. That's five. That's four. <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll give you another one, you asshole. Um, you can't always get what you want, meaning that you, it's, it's actually six that I'm on now, Steve. And then um, Beast of Burden is another one. Oh, wow. Look at this guy. He made um, Jesus, that might be out of him, though. That's a C for a legendary oh, oh, it's group. It's a honky tonk woman. It's another one. Brown That's sugar. That's what I call you when we're off mic. Did you re- you really named like eight songs from them? Start me up. Oh, sniff! I know that song. Uh, I think I'm out. I that think I have like a legendary I, I, group. I'm spent, bro. <gasps> no, hold up, hold up. Start. No, I already said start me up. Um, God, Angie. Man, Ruby, Ruby to- yeah, Angie's Ruby Tuesday. Ruby Tuesday. Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. Good restaurant, too, if you like a cheap meal. Did they name it after the song? I, I, I think so. I Holy so. cow, dude. I don't what think it's the other way around. He was what just sad he was leaving Ruby Tuesday because he had such a great meal, so he wrote a song about it. It's only rock and roll, but I like it is another one. Dude, how do you know? So you are the Stones are awesome. Fan. Yeah, they're great. I mean, oh, okay. honestly. I don't I like even want to look at the Jagger. list. If I look at the list, there's probably like a t- like so many more that I'm not even thinking of right now. I like Jagger for his 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 moves. Yeah, his moves. <laughs> moves like Jagger, you know what I mean? I know, I, I know. That's really oh, funny. Fuck you, Adam. And he Levine. brought Stevie on stage, so I like that. Okay, that's good. Yeah, but fuck Adam Stevie Levine. Right? Um, no, yeah, no, that, that wasn't. Yeah, the, I, I wasn't asking your opinion. Paper. I'm just saying. Is there a reason you don't like Adam Levine, dude? Yeah, he's terrible. You know what? Go back a few shows. It's there. Okay. Let's play. You ready to play, Steve? Rolling Stones, huh? All yeah, right. We, you know, and I'm going to just Okay, one last ship. question. I promise. <laughs> I'm trying, folks. I'm trying. Let it be known okay. I'm trying. U2 versus Rolling Stone. Quick. Lightning round. U2 versus the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Yes. Let's stop. Let's move on. Okay, let's go. Yeah. For, for U2 versus the Rolling Stones. God damn it. Oh, listen. <laughs> Hey, welcome to Noise News. Hey. That's the first time I ever called it that. I kind of like it. I don't really have a lot of news, Steve, but I, th- I think that we have missed some things. Little, little things that have popped up here and there. Because we've, right. we've been slacking in the month of November. So um, let's talk about old news first. 
What do you think about uh, Wonder Woman 84 dropping on Christmas? HBO Max. I'm nervous. You're nervous? Why are you nervous? Because there's been so much. The last Wonder Woman dropped and expectations were normal. And so it overshot expectations. Mm -hmm. Now, expectations are high and I'm worried. Well, of what could happen if okay. it's not good. So it doesn't matter that it's dropping on HBO. You're just worried about the movie Wonder Woman 84. Bingo. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's DC. I have no faith whatsoever. Oh, I am going to watch it on Christmas Day because I don't believe I'll be doing anything that day. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to do that. I'm also going to watch Soul on Disney Plus, Steve. What's Soul? Oh, Soul! I, think, I honestly think, I know you don't watch a lot of these animated Pixar movies. I think this might be the one for you. I saw the commercials for it. Yeah, it seems wonderful. And I think it's got Steve Hudson written all over it. I'm probably not going to watch it. Of course but not. I, I appreciate. I'm not Why a would Pixar you? Person. I'm not a Pixar person. Yeah, but it's a, what if it's a really good story? What if you're missing um, something? I probably am not. I don't know, man. I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say being, you know, I didn't watch Cars 2 and I don't think it's really impacted. What if I put you on the spot, though? Uh-huh. And then just say, hey, you know what? It's a biggie. It's kind of a biggie for the, especially for 2020. We have okay. been shortchanged movies left and right. Seen a lot of yes. good television, but shortchanged movies in the theater left and right. This one is kind of a big one. Will mm -hmm. you go ahead and say it? You didn't say, okay, so I'll say it for you. That's what she said. And now, Steve, I think you should watch this movie on Christmas and we can review it. Oh, well, if it's a review, it's your I'll review. Watch it. It's going to be a review. Wait, in theaters? No, no, no. On HBO Max. Oh, I'll watch it for a review. Yeah. Well, then, okay. See, there we go. Problem solved. For a singular review. This can't be one of the reviews. What do you mean? Like, you want like, to do an, a dedicated like, episode? Like, it can have to be like, okay, we're this is the one we're both watching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's the idea. That. That's why I said we watch it and we review it, Steve. It's going to be fine. Here's the thing. Here's what I've realized about Pixar. That's what I deal with every week, ladies and gentlemen. They yes. make fine movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be, be fine. Debatable. Or do they, I mean, I'm saying they're fine. Is there anything that is, have you watched a, a Pixar movie that blew your mind? Oh, you were saying Pixar? I thought you said DC. You're saying no, Pixar. Pixar. I'm over here yeah. talking about DC. You're talking about Pixar. I think we're better. Let's, let's stick with the Pixar thing. Wait, Soul is from Pixar, right? Soul is from Pixar, yes. Yeah, they make fine movies. It's fine. They make fine movies. Nothing I've ever seen from them is just like, I am going, that is what? No. Have you ever gone into a Pixar movie going, I really would like to see that though? No. So I am speaking for you and only you, although other people do this. You have a thing that you do where if you just get it in your head, that no you just said right there, Stephen Farshid will help me out with this because I, I, he seems to be the one that has you pegged. And correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong, Stephen. He has you pegged. <laughs> I know. When anyway. you said it, I was like. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's pretty funny. I'm going to go ahead and keep it there. Um, That's what she said. I, I think <laughs> we're never going to get through the show. I think that uh, you make your mind up about stuff before it's you even give it a chance to like, like win you over Absolutely. and you'll just shut it out. That I, here's the thing. I had made my mind up for about wonder woman and it changed my mind. The movie changed your mind. Yeah, sure did. You didn't like sure that did. one, right? I did like it. Oh, yeah, you did a lot. Uh-huh. It changed my mind. So you're worried. Let's go back to that one then. So you're worried that this movie is not going to be as good. That's your worry? Yeah, that's my big worry. I feel it's, that's, I think you're going to be right on the money about it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck who they put in this movie. I don't give a fuck if Pedro Pascal's in this movie. 
Kristen Wiig. Oh, Kristen Wiig's not going to save this movie. Wouldn't that be dope if he just he talked like the this? Mandalorian in the movie, though? What if he was just the Mandalorian in the movie? He's like, <sighs> wait, what? He doesn't do that. Yeah, he does. He has that. Oh, does he? he doesn't make the. <laughs> but he's, always, <laughs> he's always talking like this, though. You think if the Mandalorian farted, that it would just go up his suit into yes, his helmet? Absolutely. He's always just giving himself a Dutch oven. But also, we're assuming that they have booty holes. Mandalorians have booty holes, Steve. How do we know this? Because they're humanoids. I know, but they're from other planets, right? Only because it's just by location. That's what I'm saying. So they might not need booty holes. I think the Mandalorians have booty holes, Steve. Up in the air. Who knows? Pretty safe to say. Who knows? The, they eat. Have you ever seen them defecate? <laughs> I don't think Star Wars shows that kind of stuff. If they're from another planet, we don't know. Here's Johnny Favreau showing you the behind the scenes. <laughs> Pedro Pascal, I know you're shitting, sir, but do you have anything to say? Can you hand me the toilet paper from the other style? You know, have you seen the video of him doing the um, voice for him? Uh-huh. When he's holding it's, the Yoda? Dude, how beautiful is that? It's cute. Like, I wouldn't do that. Real adorable. I'd be like, I could imagine myself holding. Everybody just calm down. You're not won over by the baby Yoda thing, huh? Not even kind of. The child. I got to stop saying Baby Yoda. It is the child. It's official. It's canon. The child. I have to say it. I've never, I, I thought the, the show is so... Like when people were talking about Baby Yoda in the first season, that wasn't even what blew my mind about that. I was like, they're talking about the wrong thing. Everything around it blew my mind. I thought... I was like, Baby Yoda is just a little... But that is what people ran with, dude. And I was like, I didn't even... I thought it was fine. But I just thought the story was way better. But people love Baby Yoda. He's a thing, cute little man. bastard. I'm going to tell you right now. I may even get a Christmas ornament. A Hallmark oh. keepsake. Really? I collect those, Steve. I have tons of Star Wars Hallmark keepsake ornaments. Got some Harry Potter I, ones. Uh, I've got a Death I, I Star. Forgot I forgot you're a big Harry Potter person. I am. Not so much JK, of course. But I, or, So you're, you're a young adult fan. No, I like Harry Potter, Steve. That's a young adult. Okay, but it's just one series. Wait a minute. So is Star Wars is a young adult thing. Mm, you better watch your mouth now. It is. It's oh. YA. No, but uh, I don't know. You know what you're doing to me? Hmm. You're having me all over the place today, Steve. So I'm w- sorry. <laughs> so Wonder I'm Woman sorry. 84 dropping on Christmas. I'm worried. Steve's I'm worried. worried about it. I'm not so worried about it because I think it's just gonna, it is what it is. I'm just glad that something's coming out and I have things to watch on Christmas Day. Plus Gal Gadot in the, you know, Wonder Woman outfit. You know what I'm saying? I get to watch that for a couple hours. She so. shouldn't have been Wonder Woman. You know what? I'm happy with it, Steve. So there you go. That's our first little item of news. Uh, Steve is <laughs> he's, de- he's very afraid of what's going to happen here. Me, not so much. Dropping on HBO. If you have theaters open somewhere in this country, you can go see it there, too. Merry Christmas. Next up, though, Steve, big news today. For people that are in the um, for like nerd world stuff here, Ready Player One. You know the book, right? You've heard of it? Right? I have. One? Well, today, Ready Player Two dropped. The book? The book drops today. I That is so... No, I did not know that. Ready Player Two drop. Yeah, they've been talking about it. Ernest Klein's Ready Player Two, the sequel novel, launches today in the US and the UK. I think a lot of people are worried because he wrote this other book. I can't think of the name of it, but anyway, apparently that book's pretty bad. Uh-oh. So people are a little bit worried. I, on the other hand, am excited about it. I already bought the audiobook, so I'm listening to them back to back. That's going to be what I'm consuming over the that's beautiful. Yeah, I think so. So you and your YA, man, you're into that. I guess that is YA. God damn it. I just made myself a hypocrite. Yeah, you're a YA. That's your thing. I'm a fucking hypocrite. 
No, that you like what you like, dude. I don't like all of that. I, there's, you think that's all I? You know what? Fuck you. you think that <laughs> Seriously, you judgmental son of a bitch. I don't. <laughs> now that I'm, I'm like feeding into this conversation. You're like, <laughs> screw you, Mister Self Help. I like other things. Okay. Yes, I enjoy some fiction. So what? Uh huh. No, that's no, good. no. Fuck you and your uh huh too. I'm not letting you get away with this this time. It's Thanksgiving week. You're not going to insult me. I am thankful that you found. And speaking of Thanksgiving, I'm thankful you found something that's. Speaking of Thanksgiving, I'm recording with a goddamn turkey. You know what? Turkey is not a good insult. You know that? That's where no, I was going. Not. I wanted to try Unless it out before a jive I said turkey. it. You know, yeah, that's it. I should have said I'm dealing with a jive ass turkey. You know what I mean? <laughs> there we go. Well, see, <laughs> it, even putting something in the middle, it doesn't, it takes away. You know what? I'm sorry. This is totally tangential, but my mom, she used to think it was an insult to call people a duck. That's adorable. It is adorable, but it's like, mom, really? You Come and on. your black mother. Maybe a little bit. At least 2%. Gee, there's hey, listen. I got two percent in me, man. I'm telling you. I'm gonna go ahead and go a little bit higher than that. I saw the picture. I am basically like you, Steve. I pretty much. <laughs> Your mom is black, dude. Okay, mom. I don't know if she got the memo. I don't know if mom's listening, but uh, I'm sure she's down with that. I mean, I just gotta send her some NWA. I gotta get her hip. You <laughs> send her NWA. That's the. <laughs> that is the <laughs> switching the black starter kit. NWA. Yeah, like, what else is in that, man? Martin. Some some Timberlands. You got to watch Martin, all, all episodes of Martin. Apparently the Wiz. Dude, that drives me crazy. Nah, anyway, you're just, you're just, you're living in a dream world, Steve. You've never, have you seen the Wiz? Yes, have you, I have. Are you sure it's, you've seen it? It's terrible. It Dang is terrible. Okay, there are on. some good songs on it. Uh-huh. It is a terrible movie. We're not matter of fact. Oh, Jesus. Matter of fact. I uh-huh. think we just, uh, I think that should be a Patreon episode. So. What, that we watch it? We review the Wiz. As it plays. Ooh. Wow, that was the illest. Is that like a, is that, was that like a shaggy? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, you mean like a Scooby? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, you just uh, intrigued me a little bit because I could totally see. No, that would be that fun. Would be fun dude. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm really trying to stay on task today, but that would actually be fun. Be blast. If we watch the Wiz, mm-hmm. right? You're at your house. Mm-hmm. I'm at my house, or we could watch it together, but we have two microphones and we like basically riff tracks that shit. MST3K that shit. I would love to do that for an episode. How do we play it at the, is there, a, cause I don't think it's on, ne- it might be on Netflix so we can do Netflix with friends. Details, details. We'll work it out, but we could hit play at the same time and have, even if we just had it, we could hit play at the same time and record ourselves. That'd be great. It. And then all the listeners could do it at the, or the people, we could have like a live where everyone is watching it with us. Why are you making it difficult? It's, it's easy. Herbs do You mean it. like we're going to video us watching no, this movie? No, we just do it and let people into the room. You know how like people like uh, uh, with uh, political talk shows, when they do a Patreon party, they all listen to the same music and you just have a, a million different screens? It's only on political talk shows because I don't know about this. No, everyone has thing. a Patreon party. I, why don't we? Okay, I then maybe so. I did bring that up. I don't know why I never told you about Patreon parties. Patreon party. I don't, okay. You know what? Let's get back to that because that means I have to go research. And no, you don't. It was just an idea. Yes, I do. Okay, Patreon party. Tell you what, let's do that. Shall we? Sure. And people okay, can see how amazing the, the, the Wiz is. <laughs> oh my God. It's a great movie. This is a tough show. It's amazing. This is a tough show today. What are you talking about? It's wonderful. So Ready Player Two <laughs> dropped. How did we get there? It's, I'm not just blame. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming us. Steve. We're just all over the place today. We're like two little four year olds in a fucking toy aisle at Target. Oh, now we the reason. Now we can go back to Ready. Yeah, Ready Player Two. 
Thanks, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ready Player <laughs> Ready Player you Two dropped. Why 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 I. Yeah, that's it. YA. Yes. So being that I'm the YA king, uh, I'm asking you to check it out. Absolutely. Let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me at least uh, probably at least through the weekend until I get to it. So I'd like to see without spoilers. I want to see what you people are thinking. Okay. Yes. Next week, Berenstein Bears. Exactly, Steve. (laughs) Fucking exactly. All right, (laughs) moving along. Speaking of (laughs) speaking of Dave Chappelle, Steve. Uh I don't know if you heard about this or not. Chappelle show was on Netflix recently. Did you know this? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Did you hear what happened with that? No. Yeah, Chappelle had him pull it, so it is no longer on Netflix. What? What indeed? But here's the reason, and I kind of side with him. Okay. What his feelings were is that he wasn't getting paid by Viacom originally for that shit. Like when it all ended, he, there's a lot of money that didn't come his way. Okay. So, you know, he didn't feel that it was right for Netflix. He wasn't really mad at Netflix. He actually has a good relationship with Netflix, but he, he didn't feel that it was right for Netflix to start making money off of this when he didn't even get paid for it in the first place. So he asked Netflix to take it off. And guess what? They said, sure, Dave. Sure. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, if you were hoping to, maybe you're waiting. It was on the list, so to speak. You're going to watch some Chappelle show, either just because you've never seen it before, or maybe, you know, you just want to catch up and reminisce. It's gone. It doesn't matter anymore. It's a moot point. Move along. It's not on Netflix right now. It is not on Netflix. You can double check for me, but that's what I just read. And that is according to, that is according to Variety Magazine, actually. That is amazing. He got it pulled down so quickly. Yeah. He's Dave Chappelle, man. I would love to hear hear uh, Neil Brennan's take on it, because he also, you know, they made it together. So I mean, if if Chappelle is just like no, I wonder if Neil's like, well, okay, well, do you just go along with it, or is it like there's no point in arguing because they'll just make a thing? I would love to hear his his take on that because Neil got paid. Does Neil Brennan own the show? They or is they, he co owner? Together, yeah, together they made it. Do they own the show? I don't um, think they do. I don't know if they own if it. If Viacom's not paying them, then technically they don't own the show, right? Well, also, Dave Chappelle walked away from all that money. That's true. Yeah. Let's get him on. We should call him. <laughs> we should give him a call and see what his thoughts are. Uh, you know? uh, can you do a Chappelle? Steve. Steven. How, how do you do a Chappelle? I don't know if I could do a Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Chappelle. I can't do 2020 Chappelle. Now, if you want to him to do some there 19, <laughs> yeah, that's the, go. that's the 2000 stuff right there. You know what? Him and Kevin Hart had us have had a similar thing. Kevin Hart is Chappelle from back then. They both yell. Is there a picture of Kevin Hart that it comes out for a movie where he doesn't have that? Like what's going on? Look on his face. No, that's what he does. That's what he gets paid to do and be small. God damn it. God damn it. Be very, very small. I wonder if I were a, a, a fairy godmother or father. And I was like, Chappelle, I said, Chappelle, I was like, Kevin, I can make you six foot three, but you have to start all over again. Would he take that deal or would he stay five, three and just be rich? I would stay five, three and just be rich. Yeah, but shorter people sometimes think differently. But rich people don't have to worry about being short. 
that's something. Here's the thing. That's a thing. I remember hearing that somewhere. They're like, I can get money, but you can never get six three. Mm-hmm. And that's a cold, even though you're like, whatever, you walk away, it sits with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying feelings aren't getting hurt. <laughs> it sits with you, man. At the end of the day, the the person that's doing the insults more than likely is because he said he could get money. Doesn't have money, whereas the other one does. The other one, the yeah. other one, yeah. This, you, if you you would be six three and just start over. Now, if you think you're really good, you could do it all over again. But you yeah, I'll still can't take the make money. Jokes, certain jokes you can't make when you look good and you're six three. Can't make fun of short people. Cannot do that. You can't be like. Yeah, you can. You, you can't be it. like. I have a. I have. A, I have a problem finding women. They'll be like, do you? Do you? like Chris? Uh, I can't say Chris D'Elia. Um. Uh, he has a problem finding girls. Uh, what's his name? Oh, homeboy. Um. Oh yes, homeboy. Shoot the the one liner guy. I forgot his name. <laughs> you talking about the dead one? No, he's a one liner, uh, like a mean guy. Um, freaking it. He's a good looking guy, and he's he even said on um a podcast, he's like, I know I'm good looking, so there I can't talk. There's certain things I can't do because I need people to sympathize with me because so, I'm so mean. So I can't talk about how I have a tough time with women. I have to be like, women love me. And you're like, yeah, I get that. So yeah, Kevin Hart could not do the, you know, I'm having trouble in bed. No, no, you're not, dude. You're six foot three. You're, 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 or six, whatever. Like the person, the person that has it all, the rock. He has it all. I have to ask, are you saying that six foot three people have trouble in bed? I'm not saying or, that they, no, I'm saying. Or don't that, have trouble in bed? I, I'm sure they do. But to the average viewer of a stand-up comedy, they're <laughs> yeah. not going to, uh, oh, I feel bad for it. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. This is not, this is six foot and older, over. You can't, you can't just talk about I, and if you're good looking, you can't really complain. So about if you're tall and good looking, basically just shut the fuck up and enjoy the fact that you're tall and good looking. And, make, to say? and start talking about other things that are funny. Like Dave Chappelle never talks about looks because he's not ugly. He looks fine, so he's just like, well, that's just not something I can talk about. He's smart that way. Uh, Eddie, Eddie just didn't talk about it because he's like, look, I'm a good-looking guy. <laughs> the smart comedians understand there is – I need people to feel for me. Dice, he needed people to be like, okay, I'm obviously not ugly. Whereas shorter guys, even if they look good, they can always talk about that. I'm always looking up to the women. Yeah, you can do that. But you got to be careful. You want people to feel for you, to laugh. Bill Burr can get away with it. Even though I think he's a fine looking guy, but I could see how he could be like, man, women just don't like freaking like me. He's like that Boston guy. But yeah, you can't. Kevin Hart would have to change his whole style. Right now he's four foot three, so he can say stuff like that. That's mean, Steve. He's not four foot three. He's a little dude, man. How tall is that guy? Like five two? Five two, five three. You're being mean right Maybe now. Maybe he's 5'5". You're still being mean. What are you calling? Uh, I'm thinking he's probably like 5'2 and a half, 5'3". Okay. Height. And that's fine. He is 5'4". Really? So now I feel terrible. <laughs> Why do you feel terrible? <laughs> Remember that whole that's fine thing I was saying? Yeah, I feel terrible now. Why? I'm just kidding. I don't. Yeah. That's All right, Steve. Hey, guess what? Go ahead. <laughs> You're going to really love this one, Steve. I think this is the story of stories for you. Of all the stories I'm saying, this is going to be the one. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with the band Anthrax, Steve. Of course you are, right? That's your of favorite course, band. my favorite band. Yeah. 
Perhaps you listened to Anthrax. Perhaps they were uh, one of their biggest albums. Was it called Among the Living? Perhaps you like that album. Perhaps Absolutely. you're a metal fan. Perhaps you like comics, graphic novels. Now, Steve, you don't like metal, but you do like graphic novels, right? When you combine metal novels, oh, it's over. Yeah, you like Greg Nicotero? I do. Okay, then this is going to be for you because Anthrax just announced that they're having a graphic novel which features stories by Corey Taylor, Gerard and Mikey Way of My Chemical Romance, and uh, Gerard, anyway, of uh, The Umbrella Academy, and more, Steve. More, I'm a big fan of more. I don't know about you. Rob Zombie is another one of these people. They're going to be, what they're doing is, oh, Grant Morrison, Brian Posehn's doing it, Brian Azzarello, hey. Jimmy Palmiotti, you know, Jimmy, big Jimmy from back on the 125th Street. I like, I like Brian Posehn. Yeah, I do too. But these guys are all getting together, and what they're doing is, is they're making individual stories for each song Okay. on the Among the Living album. Okay. And it's coming out, it's a 1987 album. It came out. It's fucking fantastic. I love this album. And uh, it's got great stories. Anthrax fans, if you know what I'm talking about, their mascot is called the Not Man. Now, Steve, you may have seen these before. You've probably seen what I'm talking about, but you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, have you ever seen those little like faces that you they're uh, probably like the size of your palm and you could put your fingers in and like warp their faces and shit? I that guy has like a mustache. No. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. That's why would you? Anyway, Steve, that's their mascot. It's called okay, the Not cool. Man. So all these stories are going to be narrated by the Not Man, much like, say, um, Creepshow. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be something like that. I mean, you have. Nicotero, Rob Zombie, and all these other people that are into like horror and such, and they're going to turn these stories into a graphic novel. Cool. I am quite excited about that. You can actually buy this online now. You can pre-order it. It's going to come out in April or May, and I think it's running in the neighborhood of around 40, 50 bucks, something like that. It's kind of expensive, but it's a niche fan thing, so enjoy yourselves if you'd like that. Nice! Other than that, Steve, that's about all the news I have today because, you know, we still have some things to talk about. I cut a few stories, but I'll go ahead and end it with this. I'm Dan Ramirez, and this is Noise News. All right, let's move along, sir. I got a question for you. Uh, Why don't they call anthrax fans fanthraxes? Because that's stupid, Steve. I think it's fantastic. Fantastic. Do you think it's antastic? Dan, you ruined my... (laughs) <laughs> Fanthrax? Fanthrax would have been a good fan club name. I would go with that. I think that you do they what are the name of their fans? What do they call them? I don't know. I don't think they have a name. I was never so dedicated to any band where I'd be like, I'm a whatever. Yeah, bro, you would have done it for Megadeth or um Iron Maiden. You guys aren't no. the maidens? No. Okay, never mind. I don't even know. You know what's funny? I don't even think the Iron it's just Iron Maiden fan club. IMFC. I'm gonna look it up. It's IMFC. Really? Yes, Iron Maiden fan club. He doesn't, ladies. I'm trying, gentlemen. I'm trying to get the show done. Are you back, Steve, or are you off on a tangent again? Hmm. Steve is like a kid in a fucking grocery store. I'm trying to buy some meat. Oh, Uh, I'm gonna make a nice dinner this evening, and Steve's fucking off by the magazines. They're called troopers. I don't know about that. Okay, all right. I've never heard someone go. I'm a trooper. (laughs) Okay. Hey, look at all these fucking troopers over here. Oh, it's a great show, right? That's what they said. Uh, who? Who said this? On Iron, on Iron Maiden fan club site. Right? I have never. I'm not saying they're wrong. I don't even know what it means. Like, what is it referring to? I the don't song know. is called The Trooper. Oh, well, they that have a song called sense. The Trooper. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, no. And nor will I ever say I'm a trooper. You're a trooper. I mean, I'm a trooper if like I'm sick and I'm going to work. That's when I'm a trooper. Otherwise, I'm just a fan of Iron Maiden. Oh, Dan, you're you're you just don't get into the. What are Stevie fans? What's what's a Steve? Let me see. Are you the? Uh, we are sane musicians. That's what they call us. 
I'll stop it. Anyway. Pretentious. Pretentious bullshit, Steve. Hey, hey, hey. He's coming up with an album right now, right? It's going to be coming out here. Let's talk about that for a second, Steve, just because we talked about it recently. Are there any updates? On Stevie's new album? No, on yours. Oh, because he came out with a single, too. <laughs> Stevie did a single? Yeah, it's not. It can't be good. It's not good, is it? I'm not saying nothing. I will be say honest. nothing. Be honest. Be honest. No. Yeah, it's not that great. It's not that great. It's, I mean, he's amazing, but there's some Paul McCartney songs I don't dig. Little Vegas residency there. <laughs> Ain't never hurt nobody. <laughs> Ain't gonna hurt. No- hey, couldn't play residency. Anyway. Oh, um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing at the Circus Circus. Hey, gee, that's not funny. They could play C- Caesar's Palace. You think <laughs> you think couldn't play could sell out? <laughs> Come out to the original house party. I think they could. Okay. Anyway, um, what if they had it at the House of Blues, their concert reunion, the house party at the House of Blues? Oh, dude, I'd be there. Would you be there? I think I would. I would love. If you're going, I'm going. Oh, dude, it'll be. And if you have to wear like PJs, I'm in. Yeah. Can we practice the dances and shit? Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm in. Gene and Pam might be there. Oh yeah, but they don't look the same. Hey, hey. (laughs) All right. What's up next, man? We got about what do we got? Like a half an hour left, something like that. Uh, I got 15 minutes. God damn it. Damn it, Hudson, with your tangents. All right. We cannot have been talking for an hour and a half. Yes, we just can't seem to lock down over the last, because we fucking can't lock down on a show. We blink, and it's an hour and a half. I've got notes, and we can't lock down on them. (laughs) I don't know why. We actually did real good today. Real Uh, well. We did really well today. We did real good. Uh Uh-huh. See? Really well. See, that's that YA leaking into my vocabulary. You know what? I don't appreciate that at all. You know who's going to really, really resent that? Melissa Sloter. So he thinks he's better than you, Melissa. Just remember that. C2E2. Because so? you're like, oh, you know, you're YA. I would rather much read something from another. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. She, she, she reads YA too? Yeah, I, I believe so. Oh. She's a huge Harry Potter fan. That'll, that's a good start. Well, then that explains Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> mm. That makes so much mm. sense. I'm sorry, Melissa. I wasn't really thinking we were going to go down that road. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to say anything because I can't say anything positive. He rhymed boot with loot. I'm like, what? Or what are we doing? Wait, 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 back up. It's weird. It's it's like, you know, because you are talking out of your ass, your words are like farts today. You know, leave her alone. I'm sorry. Leave MGK alone. Oh, God. I know. It's really hard to, but. (laughs) (laughs) Slaughterhouse rules. You know, we love you, but. My Lord. I, I was thinking, literally, I was thinking about this yesterday. So, yes, now I'm victim of, uh, I'm the reason for the tangent. But he did a performance on the AMAs recently. It's a strong and, word. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? More power to him. Okay? He's out there. He's doing it. We're here just trying to get some iTunes reviews. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. More power to MGK for getting out there and doing it. And... For breaking out of one and uh, and trying another, I don't think it works. I'm gonna be honest with you. I do not think the man has a good voice. It's one note all the way through. The music is very simple, but he's doing it, and and he's he's successful for it. So more power to him. More power. And the thing is, you know what? You know what makes me realize he's dope. What smart ass thing are you gonna say now, Steve? Because a, a while ago, Megan Fox was dating Brian Austin Green, mm-hmm. and I was like, how do you go up from that? Like, who do you go to after Brian Austin Green? And I'm like, there's only one. 
You're so mean. Why do we talk about? I'm saying that's dope. Uh huh. I'm saying that's amazing. Then why is your tongue in your cheek right now? When and like, I'm like, you know what? When he she kind of found another. Uh huh. Brian Austin Green. I say she got a type. Do you remember when Brian Austin Green did a love song on Beverly Hills 90219? I do. You're so precious to me. I do remember that. I remember so precious to me. that other song. How do you something with an angel? That is not Brian Austin Green. And it's not even goddamn 90210. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it was. Bet you it's not. How much you want to bet? It wasn't. It was a show. God damn it. We're never going to get to these reviews. <laughs> it was a show. Damn it. You're... Pause. All right, we are back. Yes, Steve, you were wrong yet again with your bullshit. This is from the American TV. I'm actually reading this right now. The American TV series, The Heights. He's Jamie Walters. I can see him. I can see him in my in my head. Anyway, yeah, Jamie no, Walters. No, it's that's the but he sung it. He was from the Heights. No, was from nine zero two one zero. I don't think so, dog. Look at Jamie Walters as Ray Pruitt on his popular teen soap Beverly Hills nine zero two one zero. But he didn't sing the song on he 90210. He did sing it on 90210. That's no, why he didn't. marketed it. I'm Ladies and gentlemen, The Heights. The show was The Heights. It was their show. It was their band. I don't know why I'm all passionate about this. But yeah, <laughs> I'm like, listen, motherfucker. No, um, seriously, it was The Heights. And what? they had a band that they were, yes, trust me. Did you even watch the show? What, 90210? Any of that shit. I know you didn't. Um, okay, I'm about to say something very bad. What? I've seen every episode of 90210. Damn it, I'll never figure you out. But anyway, that's fine. And you're saying you saw that on there. Oh, snap. It was on 90210. Why are you thinking this? Listen to How Do You Talk to an Angel as heard on Beverly Hills 90210. And where are you getting this from? Spotify. Fuck Spotify. Uh, That's kind of a big, I mean, I don't like them. (laughs) But I'm going to go on a limb and say that they at least know what they're talking about. All right. We're going to YouTube on this one here. I don't trust Spotify. I think they're wrong. They say on Spotify, they say that we're a great podcast. The heights, look, thanks to the success. The what'd you say? The what? The, the heights? The heights. It's the name you want of some the hummus? band. No, the, the show was the heights. I can't believe, you know what? We're going to, we're going to research this and we'll tell you guys, because we will sit here for the next 20 minutes. I, I'm telling you, bro. It's okay. We're gonna move on. We're gonna do our re- mutual review that we both saw. <sighs> okay, wrong. I'm angry right now. I just I want you to know that like, when we get off of this age. podcast, yeah. I'm gonna go for a fucking walk because I'm angry right now. Also, nine two one zero underrated. It was good, huh? <laughs> it that was, was a really good. good show. Remember that time uh, he, the guy broke in to Homegirl's house. Uh, the uh, she was getting like kidnapped, and Brian Austin saved her. She's like, "How did you know?" He's like, "You never call me." A certain name I said, oh, yeah, you should have a safe name. Blew my mind, dude. How come everyone looked like they were like 35 years old on that show? One of them was. <laughs> Luke Perry. Poor bastard. Dude, he was, you know, oh, dude. Moment of silence. Okay, that's enough. That was a good show. Okay, all right, all right, all right, let's move on. Like, I would have done a longer moment of silence, but we're talking megabytes here, sir. Storage is expensive. That's true. You know what I mean? Ask freaking Daryl's. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this might be the worst podcast we've ever recorded <laughs> like i know people are listening i know the ones too i can i would say the names but i'm not gonna but i know they're like they can hear me trying to get this shit out and it's just not happening i'm not blaming it. you because i i take about as many tangential turns as you do oh no but, no you don't i'm way worse but I today know i'm not 
Today I'm worse. I think you you definitely went on a few. All right, real quick, we're gonna we're gonna try to get through this real quickly here. Okay, maybe it's gonna be some lightning round shit. We have some stuff to talk about, but can I go first, Steve? Can I talk right. about something that I've watched Let's that I probably should have watched a million years ago? Okay, started watching Dexter this week, bud. It's a great show, dude. I don't know why. I mean, I've seen an episode here and an episode there, but I never got into it. And I started watching it from episode one, and I'm kind of falling in love with the show. Go figure, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why I, I never did. I mean, when did this shit come out? It came out in uh, 2003, 2006. I think it did. I really? Think it ran. Yeah. And the reason that I started watching it again or started to watch it, I should say, is because you know that they're coming out with another season. I don't know. I guess I just want to be in the conversation. So I started watching Dexter and I have fallen in love with this show. I love a good mystery show. I like how it turns from mystery to who he's going to, you know, finding out who he's going to kill. I mean, I don't think that's really a. Uh, it's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler anymore. He's a serial killer. With a code. By day, he's the mild-mannered Dexter. And then at night, he's the serial killer that only kills people that deserve to be killed. Working for the Miami police during the day. The blood spatter guy. They call him in. If there's no blood, no problem. He moves along. But it's a great fucking show. I don't want to talk about it a lot because it's so old. But yeah, I'm fully into Dexter right now. What season are you on? And season one, I just started it. Oh, you great. just started it. Okay. I'm on like six episodes. That's it. Wow. So right now, we're talking about the, um, the ice truck killer. Oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's really cool, man. I like it a lot. But, I, you know, it's old, so I'm not going to spend too much time. And every season has like an overarching person that he's searching for. We'll say one thing. Not a fan of the sister. I like her. She bugs the shit out of me, and I don't know why. Just She shit. was in a good horror movie, too. Which one? Wreck. Never seen it. I have to oh, check it out. It's really good. Uh, I will go ahead and give this one. Um, I mean, I've only seen six episodes so far. I'm on the six, so five and a half. Let's go ahead and give this one a very solid four out of five blood spatters, man. Done deal. I'm liking it a lot, actually. What's next? I did watch something. I am on episode five, I believe, of this. And it's it's one of those week-to-week things on Hulu. And uh, I just started watching it because it came on on accident. Or I, maybe I hit play. I don't know, but I started watching this, and I'm kind of into it now. It is called A Teacher mm-hmm. on Hulu. Have you heard of this? I have. A teacher explores the complexities and consequences of a predatory relationship between Claire Wilson, a young teacher at a suburban Texas high school, and her student, Eric Walker. How old is he? I believe he's like 16, 17 years old. I think he's 17 in the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. What they do at the beginning of each episode and the end of each episode is they do this little disclaimer, you know, because um, there's potential for triggering and all that kind of stuff. But I think that they do this in a... um, like they're being very real about it. It's not necessarily graphic, though they are. You do see some sex scenes, no nudity or anything like that, but you do see sex scenes. You do have graphic language. I think the way that they do this in the show is, yes, yeah, she's definitely the uh, the culprit, if you will. But there's all kinds of like fucked up stuff in her life that's that's sort of playing into this. And I I want to see where it's going because obviously it's going in the wrong direction. She shouldn't be doing this kind of thing. But this show has me intrigued enough to to find out what happens at the end. Maybe the parents get involved. I don't yeah. know, but I'm into the show. I think that it's worth a watch. And if you guys like that kind of shit, check it out. Do you know who the teacher is? Kate Mara. Some of you might know her from the very, very terrible Fantastic Four movie. She played Susan Storm. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> terrible ass movie, by the way. Then there's this kid, Eric Walker, that's played by Nick Robinson. Now, I have not seen this kid before, but apparently he was in Jurassic World. I have not seen that movie. Yeah, that's why I haven't seen him before. Uh, apparently he's in uh, Boardwalk Empire, Everything, Everything, King of Summer. I don't know who this kid is, but he's doing pretty good. Let's get to the important stuff, Steve. Then we'll get the hell out of here. How's okay. that? Cool. Oh, one thing, though. I think you should watch this movie, Steve. I, I watched this recently, and 
It is not one of the better movies I've seen, but it's got enough violence in it and like crazy shit going on that I think you might like this one. It's called Unhinged and it's got, uh, you like this guy, man. He's your boy. It's got Russell Crowe in it. This is like one of those falling down movies. The movie Falling Down with Michael Douglas has kind of got that thing going on where you see the uh, progression of someone's insanity happen throughout the day. But whereas that movie, Falling Down, starts off with um, it's sort of building, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's a slow build and it turns into this, well, really bad situation. With Unhinged, Russell's, got, he's like, he's fucking off the chain from the start and it just gets worse from there. I was really frustrated with the woman actor in this because if you watch this movie, there are several times where all of this could have been avoided. Now, granted, we don't have a movie. If you know, if someone yeah, just behaves, if someone themselves. does all the right things. Yeah, yeah. If you just do all the right things, that's not fun at all. But when you have several bad things happen, and you're like, you know, maybe I shouldn't like uh, pour gas on the fire. <laughs> maybe take a different approach. That's the thing that bugged me with this movie. There are several times where this woman could have gotten away or could have just avoided the whole situation. Keep in mind, she has her child in the car with her. That's what pissed me off about this movie. It was just her bad decisions. But I will say, as far as uh, the performance goes, I think Russell Crowe was great. I haven't seen him in a lot of things lately. As a matter of fact, I think the last thing I saw Russell Crowe in, I know he's been in lots of movies since then, but was Les Miserables, and I wasn't really feeling okay. that either. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of digging it, man. I like it. It's rated R. It's an hour and 30 minutes, and you can rent this one uh, on Prime Video, VOD, wherever you get movies. I recommend checking it out. I'll give it a 3.5 out of 5 bad days. Fair. All right, Steve, we did watch one thing this week that we can both talk about. I know how I feel about this movie, but I'm very curious to see what you feel about this. Okay. The movie that I'm talking about, Spontaneous. Get ready for an outrageous coming-of-age love story about growing up and blowing up. See what they did there, Steve? I when see. students in their school begin exploding, literally, Mara and Dylan struggle to survive in a world where each moment may be their last. This is directed by Brian Duffield, written by Brian Duffield and Aaron Starmer, and it stars Charlie Plummer, Yvonne Orger, Haley Law, and of course, the lovely Catherine Langford. Uh, what did you think of her performance? I thought, you know, I thought for the for the movie, she did a fine job. Have you seen her before? I had never seen her before. Well, you hadn't seen it, but we've talked about it before. That uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. That's oh, the okay. first time I saw her. Okay. She was the one. Sorry, I'm about to spoil this. She's the suicide victim in that movie. Oh. So, or in that series. She's also been in a series that came out recently on Netflix called Cursed. It has to do with like the King Arthur times and the, the lady in the lake. And then uh, she was supposed to be, she got cut out of Endgame, dude. She was going to be Stark's daughter in Endgame. Oh, that sucks, dude. That's okay because she makes up for it in Spontaneous. I'm just going to go ahead and say that I really, really love the shit out of this movie. Like I just got it because it was, um, I saw it a good deal. I had a digital code and I got it for like six bucks. Thought I would watch it. And uh, it ended up being like the kind of the highlight of my night. I don't know what it is about this movie. It's not the normal movie that I would like, but I think the the script was very well written. I just thought it was funny. I just thought it was a really kind of a cute, charming movie. And I think that Catherine Langford's a great actress. I thought the idea was strong. When it first happened, it was very strong. I think it just all depends on what you're into. If you're into, because normally in my brain, when this happens, it's a horror movie. I mean, I thought that's what we were getting ourselves into. Yes. And I thought it was horrific that this was happening. But when they turned it into a, a a romantic thing and then how she's dealing with it, I kind of was just like, oh, okay. Now it just turns into a normal movie. I thought they were going into a, we have to figure out why the crap this is happening. What's going on? And then it just turned into a normal movie, which is great. Like, if you want to see a movie about 
what reality would like this is what really would happen if this was happening probably uh, you know what they did is what you would probably do but i was like um i just thought it was you know i like i said it, i was so in at the beginning that when it trailed off i was like oh bummer you were really expecting to get one thing and you got another yes because when people start to start exploding you do not expect it to turn into a romantic you know young adult you know love story and i was like oh okay you're really into this ya thing today for some reason oh wow interesting young adult yes <laughs> i wonder if that's what this novel is a ya novel maybe sometimes i just like some ya Steve. that's okay i don't know I, maybe that's the case but i would definitely not say not getting back to what we were talking about but i, I definitely I, I pick and choose you know what i mean like i can't just watch that whole type of a genre like, yeah. i know what was a what was a big ya franchise uh hunger games not my thing star wars Star Wars, I, I don't think so, man. Okay. I don't think so. It, I think that is, it's, it's for everyone. Sure. You don't think it's for everyone? I think it is, but it was a YA thing. It was mm. young adults. I don't know about that, man. This is squarely in that genre. Uh, see? I said it normal. Um, <laughs> I got him. I got him, ladies and gentlemen. I did this you. once before I'm with Blah Blah. for you. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, and uh, I think it's just... It, 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 it was such a strong start, man. That was my thing. I could see you be disappointed by that. If you really thought like that, I'd kind of heard a little bit about it. So I knew that it, there was elements of romance and things like that. But I think if you were just expecting to have these two people trying not to explode, which is essentially the movie, but I, yes. you were you were expecting something else. I could see that. You wanted more chaos, more gore. Uh, I, I wanted more like when it went into like her drinking and I was like, okay, what are we doing? Like, what is this about? Like, what is this movie about? And at the end, I still was just like, what is this movie about? And when what, what happens at the end, even the last scene, I was like, did I watch this movie for this? Okay. All right. Fair enough. It sounds like you did not like the movie. I it wasn't. A, I would. I would tell. What I would do is I would tell someone to watch it and. It wouldn't be a spoiler, but I would tell them things about it. I'd be like, it's a, it's a teenage love story set amongst a backdrop of people exploding. Yeah. Because if you just say people spontaneously burst, someone is definitely going in with a different idea. They're going to be like, oh, snap. Another approach that one could take would be to not do the Steve Hudson and maybe watch the trailer to know what you're getting yourself into before you watch a movie. Heck no. You know? That's no fun. I, I <laughs> but I, I mean, like when, when it's, you it's not like it's hiding it from you is my point. Like if you watch the trailer, that's not being hidden from you. Oh, for sure. But when you refer me to something, I'm just going to be like, I, Hey, I'm in. When I refer you to something, I assume you're going to like, look it up. But what was it that you, uh, the other day we were talking about one. I said, Hey, you should watch this. And you're like, is it good? Yeah. But it's not for me to determine whether it's good. Matter of fact, here we are right now. Like, I mean, I like the movie better than you did. But you know what I mean? If I give you my opinion, is one thing. But if I'm saying, yes, it's good. Like, it's you're expecting it to be good. Like, by, what am I trying to say? I just think that it puts, like, a, a false narrative on what it really is. It's something that I think that you should always enjoy on your own. As opposed Absolutely. to taking someone else's opinion, you know? But there's some things I just know is a Dan movie. 
Which I know is weird to say, by the way, being that we're recommending for people to watch movies. Yes. But I, but you, but I'm talking to you specifically because you never watch trailers. You're a guy that refuses to watch trailers. But if I, there are certain movies I know, like if I'm like, you need to watch this movie. It's because mm-hmm. I have filtered my brain through Dan. I was like, oh, I may not have not even liked it, but I'm like, you know who would, Dan. So does that mean you're only going to recommend YA movies to me now? No, there's. The, <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't have rec. You know what the funny thing is? What I would not have recommended. Oddly enough, and you ended up liking it. Would I you have recommended have, it though? I wouldn't have recommended this movie to you. You weren't recommended. Recommended? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have done it for you. I would have been like, I don't think Dan will like this. This one, if you watched it, you would say I wouldn't like that. Exactly. Oh yeah, just, you're so wrong, man. I, I don't, was I, totally wrong. I think you've painted me into a corner, sir. Like I think that no. Uh, no, not in a bad way. I just think that um, maybe you don't give me enough credit for the movies I like. You know, I'm I'm very like, give me a movie, I'll watch it. Yes, you give me some music, I'll check it out. I'm way more. Let me tell you something. I'm way more picky. I know. Yes, I am. So I'm in a corner of anything. Like I know people are probably really sketchy about referring movies to me because a they think I've probably already seen it, and b they think I won't like it. And they're probably correct on both counts. Yeah, that's a little pretentious. I don't think so. Snobby. I think I expect, I expect certain movies, I can take a, like someone, if, if someone gives me an independent film and the scenery is wrong and the everything's wrong, but they accomplish what they set out to do, I'm going to like it. Because I'm like, they accomplished exactly what I think that they were setting out to do. And that, and I probably am going to like that movie, but if it's a movie that's just like, it's everywhere, like, what did this even mean? Like, well, who knows? What do you think it means? I'm like, yeah, we're turning this off. Okay. So you said something similar to that just a few minutes ago. So I'm curious about something. You said when you were watching the movie and you got to the end, you're like, what, what is this? So are you saying that the movie doesn't make sense? It makes sense, but it's, it's one of those where it's like, um, it's the equivalent of, you know, we take off on a plane trip over Hawaii and I'm like, this is beautiful. And they're like, Oh, but wait till you see what's next. And they just fly over desert and they land. And I'll be like, Oh, this is what we, we, we did this whole thing for me. Like, yeah. And now we're over desert. I'm like, yeah, we did 15 minutes over Hawaii. Like, yeah, (laughs) just enjoy it. I'm like, no, this is not what I saw. I thought we were going to do that thing. Like, no, 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 we're not doing that thing, which is great for the director. If he's like, yeah, that's what I wanted to do to you. Then you accomplish that. And I salute you because you have effectively done what you wanted to do. I just wasn't in for that ride. That's all. That's what he wanted to do for sure. Okay. So for future reference, when I recommend a movie to you. I don't watch the trailer. You will never watch the trailer. Never watch the trailer. Okay. So, but what do you want from me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. Gonna, I just want you how to do I get you to watch the movie so we just can just say, t- have a fucking review? Just watch the movie. Okay. That's I mean, you did. Technically, I you watched watch the movie. It. Yes. Uh, it's not, it wasn't a waste of time. I just want you to like, I, I want to send you movies that I think you'll enjoy. There are certainly movies where I want you to watch them and I'm like, I know he's going to hate this and I think that's why I want to yes. talk about this movie. Yeah. But in this case, I thought you would actually, I'm, I'm actually a little surprised. I thought you would have enjoyed this. One. I didn't hate, no, no, but I didn't hate it. I just thought I think like it's an it's a just a movie. Mm. I just think it's that is fair. What it could for me, what it started as, I'm like whoa. And you know, it's also a thing. I'm not into uh, teenage love stories, even though there's like 
there's shows that are like based around teenage love stories that everyone loves. It's okay. You thing. watch Riverdale. I watched, remember I stopped though. I can only do so much. We are like, damn it. These teenage love stories. I just could, because I'm like, oh, this should be fine. And after a while, you're just like, all right, I okay. can't do this anymore. I don't know a teenage love story that I've actually. You love Titanic. I hated Titanic. Uh, I thought you did. Just <laughs> I hated that movie. <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, I, actually, I was kind of offended by it. You were, okay. I know this is a whole conversation, but in just a, a sentence, why? Because they transferred the death of thousands into a love story. That's not Jesus Christ. About. You're a walking protester. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, is this what we're going to do? It, the spectacle was fine, but I see why Leo was like, I'm never doing something like that again. I see why he did that. Because he's like, I'm not going to do that again. That's ridiculous. You know, he so, should give all the money back. Oh, you know that's yeah. <laughs> he could now, though, and still be perfectly fine. I just like that when they'd be like, I am so offended by what I did in the past. Give the money back. Hey, have fun. Unfortunately, he could. He could. Like, he yeah. should. If it offends him, he should. Oh, he did. he's not offended. He just said, you know, but Leo, he's, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. You know he wasn't going to do that again. Because that was such a departure from what he did that it was just weird. But for me, like, I think um, if this, uh, again, I recommend people going, uh, have an original thought like this, though. You know, have people just exploding. That's a great thing that this director was like, well, the, the you know, original novelist was like, what if people just started exploding randomly? Now, mind you, we have seen exploding people a hundred million times in, in movies, but not like this. Like, yeah, just yeah. Fight, when people just are walking around exploding and see where you go from that. That's a great original idea. More people should have original ideas. Take a huge swing. And even if you miss, it was a massive swing. So just do that. That's fine. You know what I liked about the plot, though, is that they never really let on to why it was happening. It was just yeah. a thing that happened. And then it was over. Well, they alluded to the fact that it could always happen because they just said, well, they put a time. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. They just, uh, even the cure is not a cure. It's something that you just carry with you, like herpes. But they were like speculating, you know, like, is this just a scene exactly. thing? Is this exactly. a, you know, I don't know. I liked it. I liked that there was a little bit of, um, ambiguity with yes, the, absolutely. the whatever you want to call it the uh disease the <laughs> whatever phenomena i don't know what that's called but okay. i'll go ahead and rate this one go for it. uh i could tell you liked it less than i did but i liked it i think i'm gonna give it i'm gonna go ahead and give it a solid 3.5 out of five exploding people just because it was just a fun movie i enjoyed it all the way through i thought the 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 cast was a very well cast it first of all i think that the script is good i i liked everything about it it's just nice. but i do believe that steve is right it is um it is a movie that if you don't, if you go in blind, you're going to think it's one thing simply because of what is happening in the movie. But just let it be known. This is also a romantic comedy. Um, I will give it a 2.5, an average movie. It was not, I am not mad I uh, watched it. You know, there are movies that I want my money back. Or if I rented, I'd be like, I want money. I, if I would have paid $5 for this, I'd have been like, it's fine. It's not offensive it's perfectly fine. I think that the, if anything, watch it for the idea alone and take note for all you creatives. This person came up with an original idea that was not based on some other novel of, or like some other thing that was written before. No, he wrote a novel about this crazy situation. He didn't be like, and then here comes Captain America. No, 
He was like, this is an original thing that I came up with. I love that just by itself. I would have been happy to per- uh, to put money into it just because original ideas are so far and few between. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, 2.5. I look forward to seeing what this novelist does next. There you go. And then I have a recommendation for you, Steve. Go for it. I don't know. I'd like to talk about this one next week, if you, if you don't mind. I'm not a fan of this person, but I do like a good documentary. And, I, and more importantly, I like a musical documentary or, or a documentary about, you know, like, a, like a, a rock doc, if you will. Yes, yes. 69, The Saga of Danny Hernandez on Hulu. I'll check it out. I checked it out yesterday. I knew nothing about this guy. Takashi six nine. So I'm talking about. I, I knew nothing about this guy. Oh. Now, I didn't know what he sounded like. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what he sounded like. Oh, I didn't God. know his story. Yeah, none of that shit. I'm not glorifying this cat. Nothing. I think you should watch it. Okay. I can see. See, you're all right. Neither. Bro, and, I can't. Dude, neither can I. Him. But goddamn it, sometimes you just gotta watch something. Ugh. They, you're you're basing it off of his art. We're not. I'm not asking you to, not to, his to art, celebrate his him as a person. I know, but that makes for an interesting documentary. <laughs> yeah. You've watched documentaries on horrible people before. Yeah, that's true. I have watched people about you know documentaries on people who have murdered children. So this won't be far off. I could deal with it. Okay, good. Because you know we do a podcast about movies. Perhaps we should talk about them sometimes. I'm just Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Steve Hudson's in a mood. We went 15 minutes over. Let's let's knock it out, Steve. All right, let's go. Um, I had a great time today. I'm not believing him, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I don't feel it on this one for some reason. I, I loved uh, the, the talk we had today. It was a fantastic day. Um, everybody, remember what you're thankful for this week. Do not, uh, I wouldn't celebrate Thanksgiving because it is a holiday that, you know, celebrates horrific things. But I would tell, make it your own. <laughs> Make your own. Say, you know, what are you thankful for? I guarantee you're thankful for things that you weren't even thinking about two years ago. Be like, I'm thankful for the fact that I could be one day around family again. That would be a wonderful thing. Where just two years ago, you were like avoiding text messages from your parents or whatever. Yeah. You don't celebrate Thanksgiving? No. You never have? Oh, I know. I used to. So you'll just not go hang out with your family and eat a fucking meal? Oh, no, for sure. But we all recognize we're just using this day off. To yeah, that's true. I don't fucking celebrate the fucking. No, uh, we used to do the Thanksgiving thing. Oh, no. Sorry to keep this just real quick. What is the Thanksgiving thing? And then I promise like, I'll let you we go. make it a point to give thanks. You, around the table? Uh-huh. What are you thankful for? Yeah. But you weren't celebrating Thanksgiving. We weren't actively not. Did you talk about the pilgrims at Plymouth Rock or anything? Well, I, I remember we used to do like at, at our school, my middle school, we used to do like, uh, you know, how you do collages of like pilgrims and the turkey and all that bull crap. I got about as far as doing the handprint and paint. I think, but now it's like actively being like, you know, here's what I'm thankful for this year. Yeah, I'll be real. I just like to get together with my family once a year and eat some turkey when I can. This year I can't. Next year I will. Also, I make a mean turkey, Steve. I believe it. And we need to get off that one day too. Nah. One day. Nah. Like no, one no. day. All right, all right. Other walking things. It's crazy. Anyway, um, I would say this. Give thanks. Enjoy it. I love you guys. The next voice you're going to be hearing is the amazing, the monstrosity of an entertainer, Danith and the Manifest. And I was about to call you the human picket sign. God damn it. Now I can't say it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to 137. I want you all to have a very safe Thanksgiving. All right? Don't get your grandparents sick. Have a great time. We'll talk to you next week. My name is Dan Ramirez. For Steve Hudson, we are the Heroes of Noise. Ladies and gentlemen, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.
Peace.